Hey guys, welcome back. BDC Care here. We're back with our weekly uh, Q&A video. I almost said weekly recap. Uh, this is season nine, episode four. We are on YouTube and uh, most of the major podcasting platforms. See if you can find us on the other not it from whichever one you're on. That'll be a fun uh, scavenger hunt for you if you don't listen to the start of most other episodes. Right. Anyways, uh, I don't think we have any housekeeping this week. No, I do. I do want to mention though we're we're doing this on a new computer, and it is such a dream. I've we've had the desktop. You've already mentioned that. Did I you? mention that? I, yeah. I don't know if I have. I I'm still just so happy with how smoothly things go and how much faster it goes. Yeah, it is a dream. That's how people can tell you're excited when you I <laughs> want am. to keep talking about I it. Like it's the first time. I, and I've said it before, and I guess clearly it's uh it's still the top thought in my head. It didn't. You know how sometimes when you talk about something, it clears it out of the the i guess the what is it the bus I don't you know, know the bus memory no so that it's not yeah about. <laughs> okay, so it's like a computer right so there's it's yeah. the working memory so or maybe even the ram so i've it's it's still in my ram because to talking about it usually clears it out so i don't have it sort of sitting right yeah. there you're just telling yeah. anyone who will listen yeah, you're also using computer terminology clearly it's on your brain <laughs> it's on my brain so our first question this week comes from ovidio dimitru and it's not really a question, I guess. This is just the first thing we're going to talk about. They uh, commented, they said, Hey guys, I noticed that, quote, who is missing questions come up frequently. And I was curious myself, so I decided to put together a list of all characters that are currently unavailable to unlock in the store. Some never were, and some just got removed more recently, but none from the list below are available in the current challenge session. I apologize if the list is flawed, but I'll edit it for accuracy. If someone spots a mistake, uh, there are currently 30 characters. And we probably won't read... Uh, the entirety of them. So th there's some interesting things in it. I, I actually responded already. I said we counted only 23 characters that have never been available in the challenge who aren't in the current... Uh, oh, sorry, not that have never, that have ever been available that are only challenge characters yeah. that aren't in the current 43 character cycle. And I also said you've included characters that were available in different ways. You've even included at least one that was available to buy directly from the store. And I said we would talk about it in a future Q&A, and this is the future Q&A. Mm -hmm. Actually, maybe this is housekeeping then. So normally what we do is we film this Q&A thing, this thing we do the day of. Uh, at the end of the day after work, for me, after school, for you. Yeah. So it's very timely. Because I screwed up last week and only remembered to post the video, I mean, I uploaded it, but I didn't post it, I didn't release it until almost a week later, this time we're filming about a week ahead of when we're going to post it which means while we're filming this godfall superman is a challenge character and we're probably going to be posting it next week when we expect regime hawk girl to be the challenge meaning we will be right on the cusp of figuring out what's going to happen next that sort of uh what do you call it the inflection point yeah. where something will happen it will either be luchador bane and we'll be stuck in a 43-character cycle missing 23 characters, mm -hmm. or we will be in a whole new world and seeing exactly what happens when we have a complete cycle with all the characters. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. All right, so I want to point out a few things in the list. The one that really jumps out at me is Zod, Man of Steel. And... So here's the problem when you have all the characters. They disappear from your store from buying. Because once you've got the first copy of a character that's in the store, 
not only are they no longer the store to see, but they actually upgrade directly in your collection. Yeah. So you just click a button in your collection. So if you've bought it, you don't know if it ever gets removed. So the interesting thing to me is I wonder if, is it Ovidio? Yeah. Has Zod Man of Steel already purchased? Because Man of Steel... Superman is not on that list. And you, they, you, they were hand in hand. They used to be in the same pack. Yeah. No longer. But they also both used to be in the store. And in the pack, I think it was just like marginally cheaper. Yeah, for sure. Pretty much all the other ones that I think... So maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll cut and paste the their list into the description. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's got a few... A bunch of characters that were were and are chase characters in different packs. Like Batman Arkham Knight was a chase character in the Arkham pack, one of the Arkham packs. Batman Beyond, I think, was a console unlock and a chase character in the gold pack. Dawn of Justice Batman was a chase character in a Dawn of Justice gold pack. Harley Quinn Arkham was both a chase character and I also think a console unlock, which is interesting because the console unlocks, from what I see in the comments on the... Subreddit? Are you going to say they don't anymore. work anymore? They yeah. don't work anymore. I mean, it's no longer supported. That's unfortunate. I wonder what happened with those. Because that feels like a system that you could just sort of sit on. And not do, right? It doesn't take any maintenance, you'd think. But clearly it does. Yeah. Shazam uh, was the original, I think, not maybe not the original, but the, the OG, overpowered, really special guy that you could get in the gold pack at a really random drop. Well, maybe not the OG. When they did one of the later upgrades, because I feel like if we really want to talk about the OGs, it's all the three red suns that are listed in Ovidio's yeah. list, right? Solomon Grundy, Superman, and Wonder Woman were all chase characters in the regular gold pack. Yeah, or okay. you could get um, from the red sun pack. Right, when that existed. Altogether, right? yeah. Uh, Prison Superman, Superman Prison, was also console unlock and a chase character. And I think that hits all the notes. Those are all the characters in that list now that's what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten out of the thirty characters. So that reduces it to twenty. What's missing is Batgirl Prime, Hal Jordan, Yellow Lantern, and Batman Red Sun. Yeah. So that brings us up to twenty-three. So any any predictions? I I feel like I, I I'll go with mine if you don't mind. Yeah, go I, ahead. I think it's gonna. It feels like they're gonna be. They're on their way to just fixing it. I sure hope so. I mean, I, I think it's probably out of the options, the two options, because this is the first time we've ever seen the uh, pattern. Yeah, the, the challenge sequence has been so consistent for so long. Yeah. And it feels like the step right before they're going to fix it. So they had it running, and then they started it again before finishing reason, it. Yeah. And if it follows the other things, you know, like breakthrough, yeah. like uh, multiplayer chat. Oh, multiplayer rewards was like that for a while, right? Where there were weren't too many patterns. It was a bunch of it was a mishmash of stuff. Yeah. And then when they finally started repeating it a little bit, they got it not quite right. They repeated sort of. They had a sequence that m- was missing a bunch, and yeah. then they finally added them right after. And it feels like this is the last thing they need to do. Yeah, it's weird why they wouldn't have it sort of on a loop in the first place. That part is not entirely clear to me. Because if I was doing it, and I don't know what it is, you know, having it random, um, it just doesn't seem like a good system for anyone. 
Yeah. So, but hopefully, yeah. So fingers crossed. I think it's possible. The pro- part of the problem is that you know, if it's not done right, yeah. uh, you you can expect a long time for it to be fixed, right? Like Fight right. sixty two and stuff like that. If right. it's fixed at all, so you sort of hope that the decisions have been made with at least a little bit of care and uh, purposefulness. Right, uh, because mm-hmm. if it's locked off, we're probably going to be locked off for a while, and then all of a sudden, anybody who wants everything, uh, those characters are going to become extra valuable. Yeah, but the, the, when now you look at this list, does anything jump out at you? Uh... Like just interesting points. I'll tell you what jumps out at me is that two of the characters, Elseworld Flash and Containment Doomsday, were two of our main filming characters. Where for the longest time when we did our Q and As. They were our main team. Yeah. Along with Regime Green Lantern, the silver one. Because the back in the day before Tenti Totem, it was when basic attack, basic damage was king. Yeah. This was an easy team to play. Like mindlessly where you could where we could still talk and still be playing because you could swipe I hate losing. So you could swipe, yeah. not lose, and st- win consistently mm-hmm. because elsewhere flash i mean he gets a lot of undeserved negativity for having low stats he used to have an amazing passive he was great for his the speed of his his combos and containment doomsday was an excellent tank yeah and it, it was the perfect not thinking grinding team where if you're not too worried about going really really fast it did uh, a, a pretty good job of racking up the wins. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Anything else? Any thoughts from you about um, the list? I don't think there's anything else specifically. Do you have any <laughs> any other closing? Because I there's a lot of. I mean, so who if if they never came around if if the switch over after we post this video is Luchador Bane and a start of a new 43-week cycle of challenge characters, meaning these are all excluded, who do you think would be the ones that would be the worst to miss out on? I mean, it would hurt a little bit, I guess, to miss out on the Injustice 2 characters. They are good. Yeah. They are really good. Hot Girl is not the best, but she's fun. And so I think you'd be missing out on some, right, some tag and stuff. Yeah, so that that's interesting too, right? I, there was that list, the tier list that somebody did, where finally Hawkgirl got the respect and she was like really top tier. Yeah. And given how important tagging stuff is with Tantu Totem, yeah, I think y- if you don't have Hawkgirl, you are really missing out a lot on the potential for a really fun tag and tag yeah. out team where you've got control over what's happening. Yeah, I don't think you need her ever, but she's pretty nice and she lets you do stuff that i think is really sort of a fun engaging way to play because i think a lot of tag outs and tag ins is tends to be a lot less mindless than uh, a lot of other potential strategies right so it's it's pretty compelling um i think batgirl prime is important oh yeah so she was i mean even with tantu totem the the fact that you can start off with all that power and so it doesn't have to be just the one person who's going to be a potential danger for you. I think that's definitely interesting. Yeah. Who else on that list is really... So, like, it, definitely Injustice 2 Superman. One of the 
I mean, all-time individual greats. And we've talked about this before. It's not just an individual game, but it's hard not to, even if he's got no synergy with anybody else, yeah. it's hard not to respect that. And I mean, technically he's not on the list because he's never challenged, but Arkham Knight Batman, I think those two are the single best individual characters. If it came, became a game of one-on-one, yeah. they would be the most important to have, I think. And I know who the easiest character to give up out of this list is. Do you want to guess? Uh, I honestly, if I don't think they're on the list, it would be Suicide Squad, uh, unhinged joke. No, it's I know, Ross Solomon Grundy. I know you say that. So that's the joke on the Reddit thread that everybody, you know, who's in the know, yeah, and they ever, they, tongue in cheek, but it's not obvious when you post it. They say the greatest top tier is Solomon Grundy. Top yeah. tier, he's on his own. Yeah, there's nobody else to touch him. I I gotta tell you, I don't even mind Solomon Grundy as much, only because he can still grind. Suicide Squad, Joker unhinged. Yeah, not a challenge character. Was uh, multi- he's still a multiplayer reward? Yeah, is the absolute worst. I don't want to ever play him in, on a team at all. Yeah, but I, I'm not saying Boss Holman Grundy is the worst character. I'm just saying Boss Holman Grundy sucks. <laughs> they don't need to be the worst. They can just be pretty, <laughs> pretty bad. Who they just need to be the worst on the list. I think I can, all the other characters. I think I can make something of them. Yeah. Zatanna I've had trouble with because she's got that special where one of the random effects is it, it stuns herself. Yeah. And that seems really bad. Like You don't want to stun really, yourself? You don't want Like, especially bad. Who else would be... You like, don't like offering yourself up to the other team to just... The, yeah, no kidding. Eh? Smack for around for just, a little while? Just turn your head and uh, let them have at you. Yeah, no... Um, so the other ones are sort of in between, right? They're, they're good enough that if you were going to play around with them and grind, they're no worse than any other gold character with good high stats. Uh, yeah, Arkham Origins Deathstroke was really good. I remember when he came out because he was the first guy that had the boosted damage based on promotions. Mm-hmm. The the kind of stats that were available to him were great. And it was funny too, because it meant that the gears modified him less because it would modify his base stat as a boost instead Mm. of, well, actually technically it's not really because it's a straight 70% boost, but proportionally it would increase it less than some of the other, uh, for some of the other characters. Yeah. Who else? No, I don't think there's, I mean, I I never like the scorpions, but they're okay because they're slow. Yeah, and the problem for me is because their damage over time team Black and Snipe Flash has made it really bad unless you've got a good damage over time person, and the reduced damage from having an effect on your special. So, yeah, I mean, most of them are are are, are pretty good. Some of them are pretty bad. Yeah, I think really it is Zatanna and Solomon Grundy. Everybody else, I could, yeah, I think I could make a team with anybody else. Yeah, you could make a team with Solomon Grundy. It just wouldn't be a lot of fun to play. Yeah, there's there's a funny thing. All right, so if I'm posting this right, the video that you're watching right now is Meta Human Flash. I know he's multiplayer, but as an example of a character, and there's a bunch of them on the challenge list, where if you just tweak their passive a little bit, if Meta Human Flash was like Batman Ninja Cat Girl, where you would refresh his passive every time you knock somebody out, mm-hmm. he would be amazing. The problem sometimes is because you need to trigger his passive with a special. Yeah. If the special actually hits the other, the opponent that you're facing, 
they build up power. Yeah. They get a chance to do a special while your passive is in place to do the extra basic damage. Mm-hmm. So it actually wastes a bunch of time because you have to block it. And so the special one passive trigger becomes less effective. So if a lot of those other characters had passives that if they were going to have an effect and would trigger with a knockout, that would be amazing. Mm. Yeah. So it's still good. Still, still great. Good. Like, cause MediHuman Flash here is going to be the basic damage dealer replacing Flashpoint Batman as our Justice League guy. And he's still really, really good. Yeah. So, so there we go. Uh, our next question comes from Twitch. It's kinetic. And they say, hey, BD Scare, question for you guys. I see that some of your characters are ready to be promoted to Elite 10. However, you don't promote them. I have characters at both Elite 7 and Elite 10. When, and when I fight in multiplayer with my Elite 7 characters, I still go against Elite 10 enemies some of the time. So my question is, why not promote all the way to Elite 10 whenever possible? And this is a good question. It's actually a really good question. And we've covered it a few times, but I had a few thoughts that were new. But you want to start with that? Yeah, so the basic principle of it is a sound one right which is um you when you fight against enemies they're matched where they start where you're at uh and the longer the ladder of fights that you select for yourself is the higher their stats climb and they right. climb to sort of the natural end point which is just whatever the highest possible stats are right. which is not only uh, elite 10 characters it's the highest base stat characters at elite 10 fully maxed out for health and damage right is theoretically whatever your highest stats are right right so that's the, the, the principle. The idea is that if you're going to end up fighting people who are a lot better than you, wouldn't you be better off having your stats really high so that they can't climb that much higher than right, you? Right. So that there's less of a disparity in the end fights. Right. And so the, I guess it, it put it a different way too is that the closer you start to the top, yeah, the less they can keep on increasing higher above you as you progress in the ladder. Yeah. Right. Like, for example, if you were, I don't know what this combination would be because we've never thought about it, but if you're literally the highest, like, base stats possible in the game and fully uh, health and damage augmented, yeah. they could never give you somebody with more stats than you. Right. The worst they could ever throw at you is your exact team. And you'd probably actually end up hitting your exact team um, right. if you're right at the very top, if anybody right. else is playing with it. Right. Um, but the reason why we don't do that is that in practice, that's not actually how it works. Right? Because we can win our fights consistently. Right. Um, with the scaling, we can fight teams that are better than us. And that's because we have good synergy. And better mean just high stats. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because we have good synergy. We have good gear. And the advantage that we get of being a real person instead of an AI right. means that there's not a lot the AI can do, even with better stats than us, to beat us in a fight. I think the key to the better strategy, actually, is because how much we prioritize damage output while using strategy to minimize damage taken. Yeah. Because then, even though our stats are lower, our damage output is good enough. Like, you watch Wonder Woman. A single special mm-hmm. two, the way we've geared her, is enough to take out the a single enemy on the opponent's team, even yeah. when in the last fight of the ladder. So that's the important part, is that no, we win all of our fights pretty consistently, mm-hmm. um, no matter how long a ladder we choose. So what's important then is not winning or losing, because that's the sort of baseline. If you're not winning or losing, you need to do something to adjust that strategy. And the next thing you want to target is speed, which is how fast you get through it. Right. And in our case, or I guess that there's two other things. It's battle points and speed. So we want to hit the threshold to get 5,000 battle points, uh, which we are at where we're at. We're either at 4,500 for the first fight or 5,000. So the, you know, battle points is negligible. And the last thing is speed. 
Um, and so the thing is, the higher your stats are, the more resources uh, the teams that you're, you're going up against have. Uh, and the more resources they have, the better gear they tend to have. Yeah. And what's key is for speed, Astro Harness is the single biggest thing to slow down fights. Yeah. And so we keep our um, stats low because when we bring in higher elite level uh, teams, you're fighting Astro Harness most fights or... Just more often. Yeah, more often because Astro Harness is a great gear and almost anybody who has it maxed out... Uh, is going to probably want to put it somewhere on their team. Mm -hmm. So you're fighting Astro Harness with increasing regularity, and your fights take longer. Right. So the reason why we do it is because all the other sort of pain points, all the other stuff that you need to address to maximize efficiency in online play, we can handle mm -hmm. with a lower elite level team. And a higher elite level team is not really better on any of those other metrics, but it is worse on uh, average fight time because of Astro Harness. Right, right. So maybe our take on it would be different. Like maybe if we weren't in such a, so this is the interesting thing. If we weren't in such a rush to grind as fast, then it wouldn't be um, wouldn't matter an at all. issue. And the reason why that comes to mind is I, I got into a bit of a disagreement. You know, it's like the SKCD comic. Yeah. I, I can't go to bed right now. There's somebody wrong on the internet. Yeah. So I got into a disagreement with somebody on the Injustice subreddit and they were, you know, saying, I'll paraphrase it. They said, it isn't all about grinding and speed. And that's sort of true, but not really. Yeah. I mean, so key is that you want to win. I mean, that's the underlying assumption. Yeah. If you're not winning, it doesn't matter how fast you go. Yeah, it's it's about having fun. It's about having the most fun yeah. of the game. And that is true. But it's a collecting game. So until you've collected everything, a lot of it is you want to go as fast as you can. Yeah. To get the next thing, to get the thing that you're... You know, this is why we do our videos with the Mac stuff, because... Yeah. In my mind, it's aspirational. Mm -hmm. So, and maybe sometimes there's something that you want to do that's kind of cool. Like, there's some fun videos that we did, and maybe I'll I'll post a link to that in the description where we made it do things. Like, there was the when Blackest Night Martian Manhunter mm -hmm. with uh, Lexcore Gear could give your team like infinite health, like yeah. heal like millions and millions of of health. Yeah. When um, oh, we could make Reverse Flash disappear. Mm -hmm. When we could make we would freeze Dark Side Apocalypse as huge. Like those kind of things yeah. are fine. Or when you have something that you're trying to do, like finish Survivor, yeah. it's not efficient. It'll take way longer than if you just do regular kind of farming. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there's anything in multiplayer like that that makes it really, besides those sort of every once in a while fun things, that makes it worth intentionally playing in a way yeah. where getting battle points takes longer. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. We've long talked about how it's not just about, you know, efficiency. It's about having the most fun with it. We've done, you know, a bunch of teams. We used to do teams back in the day where we went for as low a gear score as possible. Yep. We've done a bunch of weird, funky teams that were not as efficient, right? We And we spend a lot of time grinding, but we spend also a lot of time just grinding with teams that we like playing. Yeah. And so we're absolutely in the camp that grinding is not the only thing. But if you're talking about who's the best, what the objective, like, quote-unquote, best thing to do, everybody's going to have different goals. The only sort of thing that's an objective metric is grinding efficiency. Yeah. There's no real other way to communicate about something and reach everybody and to have everybody be on the same page, right? And the, the other thing that you have to consider is that 
in terms of, you know, not maxing out, at least I, I don't know the exact nature of the discussion you had with that other person, mm-hmm. but um, not maxing it out. There's you don't lose anything for any of your other metrics of fun either, I would argue, mm-hmm. because um, you lose maybe a little bit of that satisfaction of not having the numbers be absolutely as high as possible. But by having them at lower elite level, it means that you can bring more people all up to the same tier. So right. lower stat golds can get, you know, a higher elite level or get augmented. And Better then all team of a sudden, combos. they're ready. Yeah, so that you, you, can play with, you can play with yeah. more choices of team combo. Uh, it lets you fight slightly harder fights if you want. So it makes it easier uh, for any given team uh, if you want to, like, not give them proper gear or something right. else like right. that. If you want right. to, you know, sort of scale them down to make them a little bit less... Yeah. Um, powerful and you know if you're right up at the top you get a lot less variety in your fights that's another thing that we used to argue for too is that the higher up you get uh the less variety the less variety you get which is just also less interesting right Uh, if you're facing the same team over and over and over again where the the only thing different might be a few of their gears because then they're all rocking legendary gears yeah because like we said they they start out about the same stats as you. So if you're at like the highest stat team in the game, you're only going to get like the other people whose stats are all that high. Yeah. And which means that you're going to get almost nobody. You're going to get the same sort of top of the cream of the crop teams. But after a certain point, if all that one team can fight is the same other three teams, if you've already got, and you've got enough resources to get everything else maxed, to get like the best stat people in the game maxed out, then at that point, you probably have the resources you need. You're probably playing for fun. And how much fun is it to fight the same, you know, I don't know how many teams it would be, but the same couple groups of folks over and over yeah, again. Yeah. I'd imagine it wouldn't be that much fun. It would actually be a lot worse. So we talk about it and I justify it in sort of that objective metric of grinding efficiency. But I'd say for fun, too, uh, you don't gain anything. Uh, there, there's real diminishing returns. Uh, from upgrading people and i think after a certain point it becomes almost yeah. all downside i don't see any real compelling yeah uh oh reason yeah. speaking of that though in terms of long fights being worth it there's one other thing i remember doing and i lost the footage for it and i don't have the patience to do it again but there was i had a, a almost an hour fight yeah. using batman ninja catwoman yeah and i can't remember who i was fighting against it kept on healing but i was generating enough power each time to do a special two yeah oh i, I remember it was you know when raven gets invulnerable yeah and she can't get lose any health you know oh, how hard yeah. to hit her so i was doing the same thing with catwoman by hitting her enough and not letting her hit me so that i was generating enough power for special two that i could trigger a passive yeah. i was draining her health and i was building up health every time yeah I was getting health, but she wasn't, or maybe I wasn't even getting health. I was just uh, keeping my distance so that I could, um, I, I wasn't taking any damage, but I kept on doing enough damage that it could, I could keep on. <laughs> yeah, so you sort of challenge yourself to make a fight last as long as possible. It was a marathon. Anything that yeah. would just keep you alive. And I thought, skill-based. Right. And I thought, you know what, if you get an extra long q and I could use it. And then when our computer crashed, I lost all that footage. That's so sad. Yeah. That's so, what happens when your computer crashes. Well, the, the hard, hard drive, drive is fried, yeah. yeah. And I, I will point out again, I know it's on my mind still. I'm watching the num- the, the temperature on the cores of this computer. And the despite it transcoding a bunch of videos and running all eight cores at 99 to 
um, capacity. Yeah. It's still only hitting 70 degrees Celsius. That's pretty good. I, oh my God. I, that other computer was hitting, was at times shutting down because it got too hot. Yeah. And it was slower. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's such a joy. It's such a revelation and it is such an unmitigated joy to be working on this computer. Very instead. exciting for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there we go. I think we have time for maybe one more. Oh, I love this next question. I want to, uh, yeah, Quickish I definitely question. want to do this. Uh, this one comes from Bent Walls, and they say, what do you guys do in online battle about Invincible Shazam? I'm asking because it seems to still be relevant, and I couldn't find much when I looked it up. It seems a super work sometimes for me, but I was wondering if there were any other tricks. Okay, so what's funny is when Bent Walls, and I always want to read it as Brent Walls, and I want to say him, but it's I know it's Bent Walls. What's funny about this is that it seems a super works, I think it works the same way that the Crown of Krypton's, you know, the fake gear, the hacked gear. Crown yeah. of Krypton's ability where chance to knock out opponent on combo ender works. Yeah. Because there's a chance to knock out your opponent on combo ender, not because there's something special about the gear, but because anytime their health is low enough, if the combo ender is enough to cross the threshold between having yeah. health and not having health, then you will knock them out. Mm-hmm. So I think the super works because it kills time. And while the super animation is going, time is still ticking away. And if it ticks away enough so that Shazam loses, and we're talking new 52 Shazam, the metal one. If he loses enough, uh, of the time on his passive, then the super will hit at the time when it's finished, but you can't see it because you're not on the screen where you can watch it happen. Yeah. So that's the first thing. But the, the second thing is, so here we go back to first principles of building a team. And sort of two sort of intersectional purposes. One is if you have a tank that can eat the damage, that's what you'll do, right? You need somebody who can block enough damage or just be enough of a meat shield that you can sacrifice them so that by the time you get to New 52 Shazam's invulnerability, you can take it. I mean, you don't have control over whether he's the last person to tank because if he does, Mm -hmm. if he is, easy. Yeah. Then he never gets invulnerable like that. Then the second part where it intersects is that if you keep, instead of having a tank, the other way, which is harder and almost impossible Shazam is, you want to keep on hitting him because while you're hitting him, he can't hit you. Yeah. And the reason why I say it's impossible is because there's something about how the AI's specials are prioritized. So even when we've got a special and we've got our, our power and we've sort of hit him off balance, yeah. if he's got a bar of power, you, we just can't use it right away. He, we can't trigger our, our special before his. Yeah. We just can't. So I got two bars of power. Shazam tags in or we've hit him a couple of times with a combo so that he is rocked back a bit on his heels. Yeah. No matter how fast I tap the special, even if we've got bars of power, if he's at the bar, he's going to shoot his lightning before we do. If he's got two bars, yeah. So it's going to be more difficult, and I think then a big part of it will be just to, if you've got enough, yeah, to a power, do something with lots of hits that takes a long animation, and that's basically you're looking at ways to kill time. Yeah. And. You really need a tank, and whether you tank with blocking gears or astral harness or whatever, yeah. you need somebody to either absorb damage or that you're willing to sacrifice so that you can wait out the time. 
that that's another time killer actually. So at the higher levels, you can see new 52 Shazam pretty high with his passive maxed out. That means there's longer invulnerability. And I mean, I guess the other strategy you could use is if he, he comes in, wait him out. Yeah. Do enough so that he tags out so that he finish him last. I feel like though that that wastes more time when you're when you're getting into a fight like that. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, and I think that just about does it for this week. So if we're releasing this at the time that we expect, in two days, we're going to have an answer. Luchador Bane or not Luchador Bane? Mm-hmm. And that will be the the most important Injustice Mobile question for that a has while. been answered for the last maybe more than a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so to finish up, I'd like to give a shout out, and this is a bit of uh, almost like a sponsored uh, post now, because this is a shout out to Eliza, the Anthropocene reviewed Kate, and she has very strong opinions on everyday things, and she's been writing about them uh, at elizalikesyou.substack.com. So maybe we'll be linking to that in the description. Oh, is that that's a John Green illusion? I don't know if she's making a John Green reference. I assume she is. Yeah, because John Green has that podcast, right? The anth- but he has the book too, Anthropocene. Review or whatever the name of it is. Yeah, I think it was a podcast first and then oh, made okay. a book based off of that. So there's there's layers. I oh. don't know if it's a conscious reference or not, though. Okay, so that's funny because then that becomes a little bit like, what do you call it, um, Howard Stern, where he calls himself the king of all media. So that's a great way to repurpose stuff and use uh, reach a different audience. So you know Howard Stern? Yeah. Radio show, Shock Shock. Yeah. Less so now. But he called himself king of all media because... He used the same footage. So instead of just doing the radio show, yeah. he had cameras running. And so he could make a TV show out of that. Yeah. Even though it was the same content with just visuals. Yeah. And then he made a movie about his life as a shock jock. So he was in movies and they were all successful. So he was king of all media. That's pretty funny. That is. <laughs> with the same, with, he's one trick pony, but he managed to do everything. He's a multi hyphenate by, uh, one route. Right. And he, but he, so he leveraged all that into the one big thing, that yeah. one thing into a whole lot of different things. Yeah. yeah and I'm assuming Elisa will be doing the same shortly. So, uh, look forward <laughs> to that. Uh, anyways, we'd also like to give a huge thank you to all the lovely folks who support us on Patreon. That would be Victor Gomez, Consul Peasant, and Ed Wound at the top tier last word. Cinemac and Mohammed Al Shady at your message here tier. Sean Farrell, Daniel Simonson, Aaron Mall, Michael DeVries, Brandon C., Irvin Ruiz, and Eddie Dew at the credited level. And Chris Wolf, Scarlet Danny, Awesome Gamer 2 for 1, Pavu RS, Gavin Malat, and Isfra E at the Gratitude level. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. Komoda. Komoda.